When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is an Ian special report. Now reporting. The very handsome Jewish man, Peter Rosenberg. Ian's at six. When the clock struck six, it meant one thing. Can I just say one thing, Don? Sure. Um, you're not done. It stands up. But it's Don. not. Now, from the ESPN New York News Desk, here's Rosenbaum or whatever that guy's name is. One of your show is number one. Good evening, everyone, on this very special ALCS Game 1 edition of ENN. On Tiwi. Ray Rowe. I'd like to start off by saying good evening to Michael. I'm right. You're wrong. Good evening to Don. I got a brick from the school. Good evening to Don again. Don's you got cubes the size of an ottoman. <laughs> and good evening to myself. Russell, Russell Westbrook. Is that really worthy of a drop? No. Uh, well, you used to always rip me because of it. You always used to play that drop. Yeah, Russell my, Westbrook. 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 Well, that's different. Russell Westbrook. Yeah, that was four tr- times for you. I had an immediate correction, right? Tell them here one more time. Russell, Russell Westbrook. I just said Russell. Yeah. One Russell, a drop it does not need. I mean, you know what, though? I'll take that it. Westbrook I was, a, was a ground ball up the middle. Michael's Westbrook was a Schwarber home run from last night. <laughs> I heard, I heard, it, heard it went six hundred feet. I heard it hasn't landed yet. It didn't even go five hundred. Let's relax. But still, it was four ninety seven. That's, a long that's pretty big. Way. That's pretty. That's a long way. Um, okay, it. Bartolo Colon had a home run that building. How hard could it be? That's Bart Colon to you and me. Um, okay, guys, the ALCS roster is here for your New York Yankees. Yankees add pitcher Frankie Montas. And Os- Oswald Peraza to the roster. Um, of course, Montas was not used in the divisional series, uh, had a shoulder injury. So it'll be interesting to see exactly where he will fit in. Let's hear from him um, on what his role will be. Uh, I think I'm going to be out of the bullpen, but I'm telling uh, um, whatever they want me to do. They want me to be an opener, whatever, a starter, reliever, whatever they want me to do. I'm willing to do whatever just to help in something. Could you give 50 pitches, 60, 70? I don't think I'll be able to get that far, but probably like two innings plus, um, something like that. Okay. All right. Well, they said that they watched him throw, and it's the best he's thrown in a long time. So I guess they, they see a batter or a lane in the Astros lineup that they feel that Montas matches up well against. So they, they're not looking for more than an inning out of him. That's that's why everything they do has a purpose, swing path, his pitch path, how they think they match up with that particular hitter. That's why he's on the roster. Let's go back to last night, Aaron Judge, on why he decided to kiss the logo on the jersey. I've been watching a lot of Premier League soccer games. So I, I see those guys doing this. You know, it's in the moment, in the moment. Uh, John Carlos Stanton, is it is revenge against Houston on your mind? Revenge is whatever for me. It's just what's right now. They're in the way of where we need to go, so you know, we got to take care of it. Um, let's hear from the great Jessica Mendoza, who was on Barton Hahn earlier, 
on what she thinks is the X factor for the Yankees-Houston series. Anthony Rizzo. I do think okay. he is a huge part of that offense. I know he doesn't have the like stardom of Stanton and Judge when we see those big home runs, but Rizzo is that guy. I mean, first of all, he's sandwiched between those two dudes, mm-hmm. and he has, as much as he's not small himself, but he has that like choke up with two strikes, small ball mentality, pull the ball to the right side to get a run in. And we saw him do that even in game five to help add another RBI, and they're facing all righties. You want to talk about one weakness that Houston has? They don't got lefties. They've got righties in the bullpen. they got righties on on the mound. They have one left-handed starter, but there is no left-handed specialist for Anthony Rizzo. So he gets to like, here we go. Here we go. Mm-hmm. It's like Christmas for him. Mm-hmm. Righty after righty. So I feel like that part and piece of this is huge as far as for the Yankees offense. Well, one thing I would say, a lot of the guys in the bullpen for the Astros have great numbers against lefties. So Dusty Baker has complained a little bit about not having a lefty out there. But you look at Montero's numbers against Left-handers, they all have reverse splits very well. Same thing with the Yankees. Yankees don't have, you know, a left-hander that they could really trust. So, I think uh, I think all is good. Uh, you know, most guys should get out most guys. And also, Rizzo is really good against lefties. Now, let's go to uh, Luis Severino, who was asked about last night's uh, victory celebration. I mean, the champagne is terrible, so I think that... <laughs> That helped a little bit. Nobody likes that thing. So I think after, you know, 10 or 20 minutes, everybody was tired. I, you know, because we went to the plane right away. I think everybody's ready. I think I didn't see nobody drinking, you know, drinking much. Like I said, champagne was not great. But I think everybody's ready. I was going to ask you, Michael, how much you think you, how much you think they celebrate on a night like that on the plane when they have to go at it again today? I don't think they celebrate at all on the plane. I mean, they, they probably had a a happier demeanor, but in terms of, like, they're not they're not spraying champagne and beer on a plane. They might have been happy, but I'm sure because they knew they had to play today, they were yeah. studying tape. Yeah, you can't really party, Peter, right? Cause, I wouldn't think so. You know, it's a, it's a good three-and-a-half-hour flight. What time hate did that they, flight. We hate it very far. What, how, uh, what it's an time hour do behind. wheels up, Michael? Let's see. What time did the game end? 7.30. All right, 7.30. Let's say they left an hour and a half after that, so that's 9. Then they probably take off at about 10.15. Yeah, they're they're getting in after midnight. Yeah. Uh, Here's Seve on facing a hostile Houston environment. I mean, everywhere we go, we're not like, it's not here, it's everywhere. So it's, it's going to be the same, you know, if we go to Boston every year, it's the same. We go to, you know, the only place that they really like us a little bit is Tampa because they don't have a lot of fans there. But, <laughs> I mean, it's like that everywhere we go. So we, I think we're used to it and we embrace that. Uh, if they don't like us because, you know, they think, you know, we're good, if we can win. Sevy was also to, asked to name one left-hander, by the way, Wandy Peralta. Shouldn't leave him out. He pitched in every game. Sevy was also asked, were you angry about the Astros cheating, and has that anger subsided? Oh, yes, of course. I mean, for the second that I hear about it, you know, I mean, I was in the boob when I saw that homer go through my head. So when I think about all that, of course, you know, I was mad at the beginning, but can't do nothing about it. I mean, what are we going to do? I mean, if I stare angry, is that going to change something? It's not going to do nothing. So I just you know I, I mean, I think in spring training, everybody was asking about that. It was just, it was too much. So like I say, now we got this team that's very good, you know, that got great players. So we got a chance to go out there and compete. See, now, he, he lifted the curtain a little bit there without knowing he's lifting the curtain. Hmm. 
He's talking about he watched that home run that ended the game. That was 2019. They didn't lose on a walk-off home run in 2017. Right. So I'm telling you, nobody would ever put their name to it. Most of the Yankee organization thinks there's something fishy that went on in 2019. Never been proven. Andy Martino's book actually proved that it wasn't happening, but there's still a firm belief that something happened there. That's very interesting. You're right. That is that is very much that slipped through. Um, here's Aaron Boone um, being asked about his decision to put IKF back in the lineup. Well, Giancarlo being in the outfield, so Carp's a DH, and just felt like more the righty lineup against Verlander is kind of the way I wanted to go. Obviously, I mean, he's probably going to win the Cy Young, and he's great against both hands, but especially tough against lefties. So I like the righty lineup, and I feel like Isaiah, you know, when he's playing at his best, is a guy that's really tough with runners in scoring position down at the bottom of the lineup, and when he's playing well defensively, it has a real impact. So I feel like for us to be at our best, we need to get him rolling in this as well. I, I would opt for defense, and I believe that Cabrera and Peraza are better defensively at short. And since the Yankees are going to win or lose with home runs, that's not kind of Falefa's game. It's just not. But I think what Don said earlier, they made a trade for this guy. They assumed Josh Donaldson's contract to get this guy. They traded two players that Yankee fans really like. Well, they didn't like Sanchez that much, but Gio Urshela. And uh, they want to show that, you know, this guy's still our guy, although they didn't play him in the two must-wins that they just played. And start him. Uh, Boone was also asked, um, will shortstop be an everyday decision for him? Yeah, it'll be an everyday decision. You know, we got Peraza on. We got, obviously, Cabrera, who can play short. So it'll be just kind of matchup and game to game. But I feel like Izzy's going to play a big role for us. I'm excited for tonight, guys. I'm geared up. I'm fired gonna, up. Are you going to a sports bar to watch just to annoy Don? No. Well, Don wouldn't care if I went because he knows no. I'm not a Yankee fan. He would. He would. That would make perfect sense to you, right? Yes, perfect sense. So me going out to Blondie's right now, you take zero issue. Zero. But if it was, if I was a, a, a if you found out Anthony Pusick was going out to a bar tonight to watch, you think he's a hack? Like yes. flush it. Yeah, absolute hack. And I, now I'm getting you, a lot of pushback on Twitter. About well, if I like pushes, to be around pushes. other fans, but that but you're not guaranteed that they're all going to be Yankee fans. There's always that guy in every room. There's always that guy who'll be rooting against the Yankees or just be annoying. I'm telling you, stay home. If you go into Blondie's though, ask for Jill, <laughs> and she'll uh, she'll take care of Jill and Patty. They're they do fantastic. a fabulous job over there. They own the place. They are Blondie's. They are the Blondie's. Yep. And yeah, you can get the wings there are fabulous, but I actually got um, fried chicken there once. It was outstanding. Everything they do is great. You miss your days there, don't you, Michael? <sighs> Those were fun days. Yeah. You walked <sighs> in that bar and you didn't know how you were walking out. Right. Or with whom. Wow. I had my 40th, uh, my girlfriend at the time threw me a 40th surprise birthday party there. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Whole place? The whole place. Wow, that's pretty fun. Yeah, it was great. Where is she now? She's not with me. Just checking. I assume that. Let's, uh, talking about fan camaraderie, my my brother-in-arms with the commanders, Tim Legler, 
was on with Greeny earlier talking about just how miserable it is to be a Commanders fan. Season ticket holder in my family since the 60s. I've had my own seats now as an adult for a long time. I can't begin to describe how bad the environment is going to those games week after week. People I grew up with that were diehards like me, and I mean, I live it, man. I breathe. That's the one team I love, the one franchise I love, that flat out refused to even watch the games until he sells the team. That's the mentality around the fan base associated with it. So when you hear it and you think about the potential and the hope, if that were to happen, of maybe starting to get this thing revived, because most people don't believe you have a chance to revive the franchise until that would happen, until it is no longer under his control. And that's how most people that support that franchise feel. He is said that is 1000% correct. Wale, uh, famed DC rapper and uh, commander loyalist, sent me a text earlier that was a picture, like, looked like it was. It looked like it was off the Washington Commanders website, you know, like a, a, an ad for an authentic jersey. But on the back, it said number one Ursay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Which I thought was pretty entertaining. Now, speaking of legs, uh, he, on Get Up earlier, he talked about his concerns with this Lakers team. Here's what stood out to me last night, including Russell Westbrook. This team doesn't play with any passion. They did not look to me like they believed they belonged on that court with the Golden State Warriors. It was a series of individual playmaking from LeBron and AD mainly. Westbrook had a decent night numbers-wise. The rest of their roster, they're just out there logging minutes. Like, no one's empowered to go out there and fit into a particular style where they feel like they can go be themselves. It's basically sort of get out of the way of LeBron and AD and just let them play. And at no point did it look like they had you know up on their toes where they thought we're out here tonight for a slugfest with this team to prove who we are early in the season they looked like they caved pretty easily when the Warriors went on a run in the third quarter that to me was the most demoralizing part of the night because I'm looking at LeBron AD saying hey these two guys are healthy we always say that every year yeah but I don't believe that based on what I saw last night they're miles away from being a legitimate contender I mean look at what LeBron's getting himself into in his 20th year I know he thought he put together this great team, and the only title they won, and you can't say only, was the, you know, in the bubble. In the bubble, yeah. And I just wonder now, with him wanting to get a team in Vegas, are the Lakers going to drive LeBron to an early retirement? He's, he's no, got to no, make no, it to no. Bronny. He's making it to Bronny. He's making it to Bronny. And he's still a great player, but he's just, it's not enough. This season, you get the sense that this season, Don, you know what, two words that you once uttered? passionately could end up being the feeling around the season flush it yeah that may be what this season is uh, for. after flushing it last year i know that's like, flush it <laughs> i mean i know he wants to wait for his son but does he want his career to end with you know two or three missed playoffs and and, and nothing really exciting and just being criticized and well he, he doesn't get criticized at least though no well, you know where the, he wants to go guys cleveland that's a good team now with Donovan Mitchell. That's a good team. And I have, I have a, call me crazy. I'd like to go out on a limb and say that uh, the Cleveland fan base would welcome him back with open arms. I'm sure. Come on down to Cleveland Town, everyone. All right. Well, listen. We are going to say goodbye to yes and continue ENN on the other side, right here on 98.7 ESPN. Enjoy the next really? game, everyone. 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. I don't know if you know, Yankees have a big game tonight that we're going to talk about. Take your phone calls on it as well. 1-800-919-3776. And don't forget, you can listen to complete coverage of the 2022 Major League Baseball playoffs right here on 98.7. It's all brought to you by Nissan. You deserve a car that thrills you. And Nissan's got an exciting full line that'll put goosebumps on your goosebumps. Experience the thrill for yourself. Shop your local Nissan store and NissanUSA.com today. Uh, mentioned it briefly earlier. Um, fun opening night of the M. Don, the Celtics, uh, no, I know you probably did not. The Celtics paid tribute to the late, great Bill Russell right. before the opener yesterday. Um, I got to tell you, I thought it was a really beautifully done tribute. Um, it was intense. Video tribute plus uh, uh, poetry. Um presentation it was it was really well done you know what you know what always chokes me up uh, uh related to bill russell when i see that clip of him getting the presidential medal of freedom yeah. yeah there's just like it's almost like you can see in him the joy like the, the the medal of freedom's nice but the fact that he was able to see a black president like you it just the moment hits so hard when you see that and uh really i thought a nice job by the celtics um who Good first step in moving past the Ime Udoka controversy of the offseason. After that, the Warriors hammered the Lakers after receiving their... If you thought that Draymond Green was going to show up sheepishly to the arena, um, that is not what happened. He arrived wearing a bright green, um, borderline like satin-looking suit and did not seem at all... Uh, any different than it's um draymond yeah it's it's not a, a suit of contrition it, it was not, <laughs> he didn't wear like the navy blazer and a tie and just call it a day um but hey uh Kawhi leonard asked if he watched any of the games last night let's hear from Kawhi. see from the lakers uh game yes you watch it just being in san diego um I don't watch basketball like that anyway, so yeah. whoever we play. I'll see the film, but I'm, I'm pretty much not watching the games on TV. <laughs> Glad to have Ka- uh, Kawhi back. Doesn't it feel like it's been forever? Yes. It's going to be very interesting to see what Kawhi Leonard does this season. Um, it's also been a while, though not nearly as long, since we've seen Tua Tonga-Valoa. And here's Tua on his injury and his recovery. It's been a process, that's for sure. Having to deal with interviews with the NFL and the NFLPA and then having to go and see doctors outside with second opinions. A lot of it has has been, I would say, pretty stressful. I wouldn't say it was scary for me at the time because there was a point where I was unconscious, so I I couldn't, you know, really tell what was going on. So when I did come to and kind of realize what was going on, what was happening, I didn't think of of anything, you know, long-term or short-term. I was just wondering what happened. 
happened. Just watching my team go out to battle, and I can't do anything to help them on the field. There's things you can do in the locker room to keep the guys encouraged, to keep the guys going, motivated, but it sucks. As a competitor, I want to be out there with the guys. I want to be able to go out there and you know help our guys win games. That's a terrible feeling that I could only watch from the sideline. Now, let's move it back to the Jets for a moment. Sure. Robert Sala spoke on uh, his Jets team preparing for the Broncos. We'll know about both quarterbacks, obviously, with, with Russell and the so many games that we've had against them and trying to learn their backups. We know Josh Johnson's there. Is there uh, we're expecting him, if, if Russell's not able to go, expecting him to be called up, and we know him and his talent. So their scheme is built. That's what they have. I think they're doing a really nice job, actually, with schematically, and whether people want to hear it or not, they're freaking close to clicking. So we'll be ready for all of them. Don, how you feeling about the old uh, Bronco Jets vehicle this weekend? You just wonder, at what point are the Broncos going to get it right? Now, they're a very good defensive team, but this Jets defense is just as good, and the Broncos are just, who's their quarterback? You know, is it going to be Jabroni Pumpleduck. Is it going to be is Wilson? I mean, at this point, I think if you're a Bronco fan, you'd rather see Rippin. I think you would too, right? I mean, if nothing else, see if you get a spark. I saw a stat today, Don. Please tell me this is not real. Okay. That the that the Broncos in 2022 have as many torn ACLs as they have <laughs> touchdowns. Uh, it makes sense, and that's not an inordinate amount of ACLs. <laughs> it is an inordinate amount of touchdowns. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's really bad. All right, that'll do it for E N N on this Wednesday evening.